Welcome to Bushy Booth, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. Hey, Boo, how you doing? Hey, I'm back. We're back. We are back. You know, welcome for those back, of you listening. Welcome back. Welcome back. Remember that song, Boo? I, was it Welcome Back, Carter? Was that what well, we're doing? The original is Welcome Back, Carter. Take a trip down uh, memory lane, but Mace, he actually Oh, that's that right. Song. Did he sampled that. He did. So I was referring to Mason Betha's version, but <laughs> Welcome Back, Carter is the original. I'm just showing how much older I am. Seasoned. Seasoned. Yes, thank you, Boo. <laughs> Seasoned. So no, I'm just saying it's funny because our listeners are like, how come y'all talking like you out for a long time? Unless you follow us, you would know. There's been a, ga- a few gaps here and there lately. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're if you're one of our devoted listeners who are stringing along our episodes, you're like, what gap? <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen. We see. We see who's listening. We appreciate yes. each and every one of our boo-boos out there. Always, including those from unusual spots in the world mm-hmm. but we're we're grateful that you take the time to listen to us in those areas we see you <laughs> you know something that's universal boo what's universal starbucks you know it is <laughs> i i will say i've been to a couple countries around the world and there's one thing in common that green circle with Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much rely on a Starbucks being almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, except if you're in Hasselt, Belgium. Where <laughs> you couldn't find any coffee. <laughs> Let's just hope that eventually they'll be open to getting some type of Starbucks. Well, I believe they were, there was one, but it was way too far outside of the outskirts of town for us to go to. <laughs> and I was like, it's not worth all that. Yeah, and the coffee you did get, I know you were kind of disappointed, but you said it'll do. Almost well, like, remember the movie Babe? It'll do. Uh-huh. It'll do. <laughs> it'll do. <laughs> well, it was fine. I mean, it was fine once we found, what was that place called? Sweet? Sweet Coffee? Sweet Coffee, yeah. That little cafe where they got to know us each day because we kept coming back. But other than that, um, it was a coffee abyss. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of coffee, uh, Starbucks has released their rumored, or not, they haven't released it, but there's rumors of what's going to be on their holiday menu. And I know people get excited about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So I know you had mentioned to me, mentioned it to me as well, Boo. So what did you see on the menu that seemed interesting to you? So, um, you know, I make my iced coffee at home, Boo, because I am not paying upwards of five, six dollars for an yes. iced coffee. And we all broke out there. <laughs> I mean, mm. cost of gas. It's, it's it's crazy, but that's for another conversation. That's true, but like a gallon of gas is the same of pretty much the same as a drink at Starbucks. So and it's so, gas or coffee, <laughs> which means I am brewing a cup of coffee at home overnight, right? So uh-huh. I'll brew it at night and put the cup in the fridge, and then in the morning it'll be all nice and cold, and then I'll add ice to my mug, and then milk, a little bit of creamer, caramel sauce. I'll be getting fancy. Okay, with there it. you go. Like your all your own barista. You better be tipping yourself. <laughs> Which I do. I do. <laughs> Waiting for the Lord to speak to me as I'm pouring the coffee <laughs> in the cup. But yes, so I've resorted to making my own coffee, which has been getting me through. However, I will splurge a little bit on that cranberry bliss bar. Those oh, so okay. Delicious. You know, I haven't had that. Boo, they're good. They're <laughs> they're decadent. <laughs> And it's a nice holiday treat. So I really only eat like cream cheese around this time uh-huh. because the holiday bliss bar is like a layer of cream cheese and then it has like cranberry candy cranberries on it. It's so good. So it must be good if it's going to make you eat cream cheese when you don't eat it throughout the year. Yeah. And I mean, I'll eat it here and there, but I'm not really like a bagel and cream cheese person. Mm-hmm. And I'm really not like a cream cheese frosting type person. <laughs> However, this cranberry bliss bar gets my vote so i was excited to see it (laughs) well boo you just said you're gonna make me go on a little starbucks related tangent okay like i i went in and talked to a colleague in one of our uh, the offices here where we work Uh and i noticed she had a little starbucks snack bag 
And I said, oh, what did you get for yourself? So I thought she got a little, you know, bar treat, sweet treat. But she's like, oh, it's a bagel. I'm like, how much do they be charging you for a Starbucks bagel? And I think she said like $2.99 or something like that. That's actually cheap. I'm surprised. It's about, about, well, in terms of Starbucks, yes. But Uh then in a matter of perspective, I said, girl, you pay $2.99 for one bagel when you could go to the grocery store and pay $3.99 for six. And she's like, I never thought about that. Probably because is this well you said it's our coworker, huh? Uh-huh. I, I thought it was maybe a student. You know, students no. look at things differently. They do. I mean, so. convenience is one thing, but you know, we live in this time where we just talked about it. it's tough out there. And so you could be eating a bagel every day of the week by going to the grocery store for that same amount. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> Not just the pimps, all of us. We all be tricking ourselves out these days. Well, I mean, good that you gave her that little lesson in economics. Yeah, it kind of blew her mind. And then, um, but you know, the thing that I did try that's supposedly coming back is the sugar plum cheese Danish. I How did do you try like that? that? I did it. Oh, okay. Well, because I wasn't sure. The it didn't look that appetizing when I seen it online uh-huh. a picture. I was like, eh, it's well. It's- looks like a pass for me boo it's because i agree with you it's not appetizing but i uh it doesn't look appetizing but i said well sugar plum is such a holiday thing uh-huh. and i was like i was trying to feel my hallmark moment and be like look let me act like i'm at a i'm a white person in a hallmark movie i'm gonna get this sugar plum cheese danish snowflakes falling yes. all on you well, and i said no <laughs> well and I'm, I'm not trying to be nasty but the picture of it looks like it's an open wound. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the color is not very savory. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It, it's For me, it's too sweet. Mm, okay. Yeah. But I know they're also, before we get onto the drinks, I know they're going to have a snowman cookie again. Which they actually make cute little gifts, right? Because they're individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. So just imagine you put like a little $5 gift card on there, put some cute ribbon, and just hand those out to people. I mean, I would welcome that gift. Yeah, the cookies are, Starbucks actually makes pretty good cookies. Mm-hmm. And then and I also see that they have a peppermint brownie cake pop. Okay, well, that's not for me, but enjoy everyone. <laughs> see, if it wasn't peppermint, I would just yeah. be okay with the brownie cake pop and the frosting, but then they got to make it peppermint. And I saw a meme today that said um, <laughs> peppermint body wash is getting oh, ready no. to be a thing, right? And this person said, I, when I tried peppermint body wash, it felt like my booty hole was smoking a Newport. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. So yeah, I can, I can leave the peppermint. Yeah. Peppermint is not a thing for me. I know that's a holiday tradition for a lot of people, but I've just never been fond of peppermint. No, not even. And what do you think about the gingerbread loaf? I've had it once and... I don't know. For me, I think the flavors are good, but for me, it was a little dry when I had it. Okay. Um, and I think with Starbucks loaves, it's hit and miss. Sometimes they're moist, sometimes they're dry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unlike you, Boo, I hope for there's no mold on the bottom of it. <laughs> and that's probably the last time I ordered a loaf anything <laughs> from Starbucks. Well, you know I'd be investigating <laughs> it before I take a bite. <laughs> it's horrible. Whoever was supposed to rotate the product that morning obviously did not do it. So yeah, for those of you who don't know or don't remember, <laughs> Mabu got a, a loaf from Starbucks here on our campus and she turned it over luckily before she bit into it and there was mold on the bottom. It was Jesus saying, you better look down before yes. you take that bite. <laughs> and then remember to to remedy the issue, they offered me another <laughs> another one, another moldy one. I said, no, thank you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, Boo. So moving on to the drinks, what drink do you see that kind of piques your interest? Well, I'm not usually into the uh the Christmas holiday drinks. Uh-huh. But if I did have to pick something from this list that I see, I would think uh the one that sounds interesting to me, the sugar cookie almond milk latte. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably I know people like it hot, but I'd probably get that iced. I don't really like hot coffee drinks. Yeah. Um but I have a feeling it'd be really sweet. Well, yeah. I'm surprised that, I mean, I get it. It's supposed to be cooler months. And so that's why all the drinks are 
hot drinks, but they uh, should at least offer one ice drink. Some people, well, still, like you said, you prefer iced drinks. You could always just ask them to make it ice. So, but yeah, it's the holidays. You usually have time where people savor their hot drinks. Sipping on it. <laughs> Even though in California, we don't really have the weather to savor that. <laughs> Like it's hot. <laughs> Give us some ice. A Trenta ice water, extra ice, please. Okay. <laughs> That's my special. <laughs> so but I can't say that I've ever had the other holiday drinks like I see the caramel brulee latte and the chestnut praline latte. Mm -hmm. Those are not ones I've tried. Have you tried those, Boo? No, I have tried the peppermint mocha, which I really didn't care for. Again, I think the peppermint with the chocolate is just not a combination that I prefer mm -hmm. so I really didn't like it and it was too sweet I'm really not a fan of overly sweet drinks so yeah, yeah. well then there's a well the gingerbread oat milk chai that's kind of speaking to me because I like my lately a few months ago I switched to having all my drinks uh, that are milk based with oat milk mm -hmm. and I like the nuttiness uh, and the the flavor that oat milk brings to a drink mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I don't know how, it's not scientific for me. I don't know, but I feel like it's healthier than regular milk. I'm pretty sure it is in terms of digestion. Some people have issues with digesting. Yeah, if you're lactose mm -hmm. intolerant. Yeah. Um, but I might try the oat milk, gingerbread oat milk chai ice. <laughs> <laughs> Extra ice. <laughs> well, um, speaking of drinks, I know we both have had our uh, fair share of boba teas. Uh-huh. So would you like to share the place you went to? Yeah, I went recently to a new place for me. It's been around, but um, I just happened to see some uh, items from the menu. And it's called Junbi. And uh, the one I went to is Roland Heights, California. And they have interesting flavors that you don't see very often. So the, what attracted me was to go try their yuzu dragon fruit green tea oh okay and i like so, the dragon fruit <laughs> yeah so you get the dragon fruit and then the yuzu is another asian citrusy kind of flavor so it adds a little zing to the dragon fruit that's different from like if you had the starbucks dragon fruit mm -hmm. and i enjoyed the i enjoyed it quite a bit are you hating on the starbucks dragon fruit i heard no, that I, passive aggressive you were no, like no 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 <laughs> Star the thing is starbucks dragon fruit has always been my go-to uh non-coffee drink but now that i'm more conscious i'm also i've cut back on coffee and i'm also more conscious about sugar intake and when i looked up the grams of sugar and the dragon fruit i said like, i've been no wonder i'm a big old chunk i've been consuming all that sugar ah. <laughs> you were like nope gotta cut it out gotta think that, about that a1c <laughs> i thought i was being relatively healthy sticking to cold brews but then you look at the sugar content and the fat content of the cold foam that goes on the cold brew, and I just washed all that away. <laughs> <laughs> and then you think about the amount of food you can eat versus drink, right? Yeah. That's that's mm -hmm. how I equate things and think about it. I'm like, no, I'll get the water, and later I'm going to have that double bacon cheeseburger with avocado. <laughs> <laughs> because to me, I'm like, the burger is going to satisfy me more than a drink. So I can only speak for myself, though, not knocking anybody who decides to go after those sugary drinks. Well, I find that coffee satiates my hunger and I don't get hungry for a much longer period of time. But mm -hmm. again, I'm trying to cut back on coffee more so because of the caloric um, value of it and the sugar that's in coffee. And inherently, coffee it, by itself, black doesn't have anything. But in order for most of us to drink coffee, we you know, spice it up with a lot of flavoring and mm -hmm. so forth. So that's what pushes up the uh, caloric content and the sugars. And so I've been trying to avoid that. Plus, I'm like I said, I'm trying to be more fiscally responsible these days. And Starbucks and our boba drinks are expensive. And I've cut quite a bit out of that, uh, that out of my routine. Mm -hmm. um, so the only reason I bought Starbucks this month uh, as we're recording in September is because they've been doing buy one, get one offers on their holiday or their fall flavors for the month of September. So I'm like, I can't pass up two drinks for the price of one. I mean, but at least you're being fiscally responsible and you're yes. being smart because I know you ordered the second drink, no ice. And so you mm -hmm. can drink it the following day. You know, boo, I told that to a student. And it blew their mind that I never thought of that. I'm like, of course you didn't. 
yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy we can be trendsetters and, and role models. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, and the second drink I tried from them, because since I was already there, I said, let me try one of their coffees. And I had the Madagascar vanilla latte. That sounds delicious. I'm telling you, it was good. Those little lemurs must be throwing some vanilla beans up in that. It was so good. I enjoyed it. I hope they're being paid accordingly. (laughs) (laughs) That's their job. (laughs) No, King Julian's probably taking all the money. (laughs) Evil. Stick it to the man. (laughs) So where where did you go for Boba Boo? I went to a place called Boba Street in Moval, California, and it's right next to Louisiana Seafood. Okay, I so, know me some Louisiana Seafood. I, I listen, people who are from the Riverside, Moval area, they know Louisiana Seafood because that spot is always popping. It's been there for as long as I can remember, at least over 20 years. Yeah, at least. And the, the fish is good. Ooh, you know what I really like, though? The okay. hot pickles that comes with Oh, the yeah, that, yeah, that's true. And their hot sauce is so good. What I like to do, the little cups of hot sauce, I actually squeeze ketchup in it and then mix it up. So I didn't. Oh, so it's spicy ketchup. There you go. But yes, this is about Boba Street, <laughs> but it's located in that same area. So um, the Louisiana Seafood, another store or another shop. And then I believe it's the Boba Place. And next to the Boba Place is the Chinese food restaurant. Oh, they're still there too. Then they're the Chinese still there. Place, they've been along that there a long time too. Fun fact about the Chinese food restaurant: um, my friend who I went to high school with, he lives in Northern California now, but he swears up and down that that Chinese food spot has the best orange chicken ever. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, you live in Northern California. I'm pretty sure that I know there's a lot of Chinese people up there. <laughs> he swears, but I'm very happy to stumble up on Boba Street. And what I got was passion fruit green tea with lychee jelly added. So nothing Mm -hmm. fancy. It was really good. I enjoyed the size of the drink. It was, I think it was their large size. I really wasn't given an option to order the size, but it was a good amount for $4.99. And what's unique, I think to me, which Boo, I'm pretty sure you've seen this before because you've been to a lot of boba tea shops Mm -hmm. that you can recommend or they recommend the sweetness level, but you can adjust it however you like it and then um i just got the recommended ice level and then also it's Mm self-order so it's (laughs) ipads everywhere i tried to go in and order from the gentleman that's standing behind the camera or camera counter and he said it's self-order and i just kind of felt dumb in that moment (laughs) hey you didn't know (laughs) i did not know because he was standing there looking at me like waiting for me to speak to him so that's why I tried to give him my order and he pointed at the iPad. So. Yeah, and that's the thing you'll see, especially in a lot of boba shops, especially in the Asian, uh, predominantly Asian areas, is that the boba shops are all taking orders via iPads or computerized systems. Mm-hmm. And then once they get the order, they'll make you drink and call your name. So it's uh, the over-the-counter ordering, that's not as common anymore. Yeah, it's that is out of the question for this place. So. Yeah. Um, well, I have to say, but the drawback to that, though, so yeah, you can do all the ordering and self, you know, um, making the drink to your specifications. Uh-huh. But some people, when they don't know what they want or they don't know how to use the interface, they hold up the line and it's so irritating. Well, because I was almost holding up the line. I was like, <laughs> pressing, I was like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want. Like, I was afraid to think about anything else because I was like, let me hurry up and get out the line. So happy to report that I did not hold up the line, Yay. but I, I can see how that could be an issue. So, but the space itself is really cute. It's nicely decorated inside. They have a cute red phone booth. So of course that's like an Instagram worthy spot, uh-huh. right? For influencers or whoever can go and pose with their little drink. And then um, they also have board games you can play. I see books that you know, people can take off the bookshelf and read. So a nice little area just to kind of de-stress. The one drawback though, I will say, I don't know if like the furniture inside the the tea spot is meant for like smaller people, (laughs) but the chairs seem fun size, right? Like Uh it was a, a small chair and then the table itself. So you know how sometimes you rest your legs in between the two legs of the table, boo? Mm hmm my legs were like pressed up against the chair leg. Like I, it was uncomfortable. It was. So I had to take one of my legs out 
and have my leg on each side of the chair leg, if that makes sense. They got the furniture for a discount. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, they got to rethink this. So, but um, again, it's Boba Street next to Louisiana Seafood. And boo, I know <laughs> seafood is not plant-based. Well, at least the one from Louisiana. <laughs> but I know you're about to tell us about the plant-based spam that you tried. I sure am. I was like, because, you know, I've talked about it before, but I, myself, growing up Asian Islander, I love spam. Spam is delicious. Yes. Many Islanders and Asians, they love, love spam. And people of color, a lot of people of color in general, um, usually I find that, and not to say that all white people don't like spam, but every time I mention it, most white people will make a face or some kind of sound and disgust. And spam I'm like, you good eating. Yeah, you're missing out. So, some masubis or spam fried rice spam and eggs i mean look it's gonna clog your arteries but it's good <laughs> <laughs> so i was curious because i saw on social media people posting about this plant-based spam and one poster said they found it at sprouts so i went to sprouts and mm -hmm. i found the packaging i was excited you know when you find something you get excited and so i was like oh they have it and I looked at it. I was like, oh, they got it for $6.99 for five pieces. You're <laughs> like, like, that's over a dollar a piece. That's a snack. <laughs> I don't know if it's a meal. But, <laughs> mm. but I still had to try it. So I fried it up according to the directions. And um, the directions are a little crazy to me because they were like, fried it, fry it for six minutes or so, flipping it every minute. <laughs> I was like, so I got to sit here every minute and flip it over? <laughs> I shouldn't have followed the directions, but I did because I felt crazy doing that. I just kept it on each side for a few minutes until it got burnt and crispy the way I like it. But, you know, because it was plant-based, maybe it wasn't burning the way I like the regular Spam to burn. Like that caramelized Yeah, because there was layer not, on the there. fat's not in there to caramelize. Yeah. You know I mean? So, but I got it crispy enough. And when I bit into it, okay, one... It's nothing like real spam. Of course, it's plant-based, but you <laughs> yeah. already know it's going to be different. But two, it was surprisingly tasty. And I would say if you were vegan or plant-based and you formerly used to eat meat, but you miss spam, then this is a really good alternative. You could realize, remember what your days of eating spam were like. <laughs> Sit there and cry while you take a bite. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm enjoying this plant-based spam, but it don't taste like pork byproduct. <laughs> I mean, hey, plant-based spam wrapped in a a tortilla with some scrambled egg and plant-based cheese. There you go. And like you said, like a masubi. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is a healthy alternative as well because calorically it wasn't bad. And fat, all the fat, all the measurements for the spam or this plant-based spam well, they were pretty good in terms of uh, the nutritional value mm -hmm. um i was it's uh, made by omni foods and they don't call it spam because spam is a brand name right so they call it <laughs> it's called plant-based meat style luncheon. luncheon i don't know why they well i don't know why they don't call it luncheon meat style instead of meat style luncheon but okay or luncheon meat <laughs> But anyway, that's what it's called. And so if you want to try it, you can find it at Sprouts. I saw because I when I went online, it's actually at Walmart too, apparently. And it's two dollars cheaper at Walmart. Okay. I was gonna say I'm surprised they sell that at Walmart because to me that would be above Walmart's price point for yeah, most well, maybe, items. Maybe it's at the upscale Walmart, <laughs> you know, on the good side of town. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I could just see people raiding Walmart and going for the plant-based spam and just walking out with packages. Yeah, because I, I think um, I'll have to take a look how you know how boo, you do your grocery shopping using the Walmart cart mm -hmm. app. Uh, I'll have to use that to see if they have spam at that location because I don't actually want to walk into the Walmart to get the spam, but I'll order it the way you do, boo. Because if I can save $2 on it, I'll eat it again. I can't even tell you when's the last time I stepped foot inside of a Walmart. <laughs> I mean, I'm just too scared to go to any store at this point. You see on the news, people be mopping into stores and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's very convenient, the Walmart delivery app. My last order, though, I will share. I ordered a dozen eggs and one egg was cracked. <laughs> so I did get a refund, which is 
thank you walmart for giving me a refund but also the bag salad that i ordered it was withered oh no so you do run the risk of receiving damaged products uh-huh. with the walmart app but it does save you time so if you are yeah. a busy person who does not have time to do grocery shopping or you're just scared to go in the store <laughs> consider using the walmart app and this is not an ad so this is just <laughs> a testimonial from a user <laughs> But, you know, but you brought up something that I, I get concerned about, too, because I don't go shopping much anymore these days either. But lately, when I do go into a store, I'm like, is there a mob going to come in here and steal all this stuff and run back out? <laughs> yeah, no. So I just I can't even tell you when's the last time I've been inside of a store, because even at Walgreens, I do the curbside pickup. I oh, wow. go inside Walgreens. Oh, you know what? I went inside CVS about two weeks ago and I went inside CVS because I had placed an online order for pickup. And so when I went to go pick up my online order, you know how CVS gives you that long- The receipt. Yes, with uh-huh. like 50 million seats. It was actually some good coupons though. It was $5 <laughs> off a future purchase and then 40% off of one item. So I was like, okay, CVS, this is good because you're getting me back in the store, right? So I'm walking around CVS seeing what I can buy. Boo, CVS got three wick candles for ten dollars and they actually smell really good okay <laughs> so i bought one three wick candle for 40 percent off it was originally ten dollars and i got it for like six dollars mm-hmm. so and i've been um burning that candle ever since i got it it's vanilla sugar cookie scent so my house smells nice and fall and getting ready for the season yes so shout out to cbs <laughs> so yeah that was the last store that i have physically been in but I have not um, been eating plant-based spam, boo. But I have been eating, though. You are you already know I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because half the stuff we talk about in this podcast is food. Grubbing. Grubbing. So I recently went on a virtual dinner date. Oh. So you had to make the meal yourself for your side of the date? So I was prepared to, because in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to saute some shrimp, maybe do some rice real real quick, broccoli. So first I got the Google link, which I thought it was like so official. I was like, oh, okay, you're on my calendar, right? (laughs) (laughs) But then shortly after I received the Google link, I received $50 in Uber Eats money. Oh, a gentleman. (laughs) I said, okay, well, I guess I'm not cooking. So that was a nice little surprise. And so then I'm like, all right. Of course, I'm going to get a meal that's going to be enough for two days because we eat leftovers in my house. And I decided to go with Thai food because you can't go wrong with Thai. Mm -hmm. And I ordered Thai chicken wings, which essentially they're just fried drumettes and then chopped bell pepper, onion and green onion. And then it comes with the sweet Thai chili sauce, which is Mm -hmm. really good. And then I wanted to try something different because I always go to yellow curry when I eat Thai food and I said, you know, I should get something different. So I ordered curry. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) but it was still kind of like yellow curry. So it's called inter street curry and it's rice and spice in Moreno Valley and it's creamy coconut curry. So it's the same coconut curry sauce, Mm -hmm. egg noodles, sprouts, green onion, red onion, and then crispy wonton with your choice of protein and I got shrimp because shrimp was I think extra $2.99 but I was like mm, I got money <laughs> it sounds good to me so I got it with shrimp and it was pretty good I would not order it again though because the egg noodles to me they were just top ramen noodles I was oh. expecting something different yeah. yeah so I was kind of disappointed um, did order the inter-street curry with the side of right rice. So I did have the rice and the noodles. And then with the yellow coconut curry and my um, Thai chili wings. So that was pretty good. I'm salivating talking about it. So, because I, I, like I said, I love to eat. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that that was cool though. So the person that I had the virtual dinner date with lives in Las Vegas. Shout out to you. You know who you are if you're listening. Really, really enjoyed our our little chit chat and eating. So, and then they ordered Caribbean food. So, um, jerk 
salmon and then a Jamaican patty. And then I think coleslaw. Okay, so you guys are different ends of the world while you're on your virtual date. Yeah, yeah, you know, but so, I mean, don't be afraid to try virtual dates. And after that, it's like you could just go upstairs and, and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about driving home or people trying to come in your house and all that stuff. No, you don't have to worry about what the next move is going to be. Oh, no. <laughs> Time for that. <laughs> But I know you've been eating both, so what's up? You know, I feel, have. Feel the beans on what you've been eating. So I went to San Laurel or Laurel. Depends how you want to say it. If you want to be bougier, of course we do. you got to say it the bougie way. i got to say San Laurel. Okay. Shout um, out to Laurel that I used to work with <laughs> years ago. <laughs> but it's, uh, oh, have you seen those memes, Boo, about how <laughs> they asked that guy uh, what his three favorite designer brands are right now? And he's like, is San Laurel? You know, and he'll say, Celine. I've seen multiple versions, including the one you sent me, but then people get on, jump in, and they're like, Tarje, Croque, Marshall. But anyway, uh, I went to San Laurel, and then um, it's a Jose Andres restaurant. You know, he's a famous chef. And he has yeah, a meat restaurant in Las Vegas, I believe. Yeah, he's got several. So mm-hmm. several in LA, Las Vegas, all over the world. And then he um actually gonna be having a reality show with him and his daughters. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Hulu or Amazon or something like that. But so we tried several day uh, several, I'm gonna say for I say dates like you said virtual date, but <laughs> like we tried several no several <laughs> dishes. I was just with my friends, but um we, uh, one of the starters we had for the table was the uh, uh, jamón ibérico de bellota cinco jotas. <laughs> so I know ham was in that dish. Yes. I heard it basically was, um, well, based on what the menu says, it's, how do we put this? Um, a hand cut from famous acorn fed black footed Spanish pig. So it's basically thinly sliced ham was more like very very upscale prosciutto you know and it was actually very delicious the saltiness and just the texture and melts in your mouth it was good acorn fed pigs yes so because usually like they say don't eat pigs because they eat cloth or they just eat anything uh-huh. so if these pigs are only eating acorns i mean was the meat tender I mean, it, there was really thin slices, like I said, like prosciutto. So it wasn't like a you're eating a pork loin, but it was really tasty, I have to say. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Oh, and I guess I should start adding in prices. So this is $38, but you're paying $38, but there weren't a lot of slices on the on the plate, let me tell you. So It was like you're eating the plant-based spam. <laughs> you're like, uh, is that the, a lot of slices? The plant-based spam would be less, a lot hardier. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. We paired that with uh, the what I was eyeing what another menu item, but the waiter also recommended it as well to pair it with the um, uh, the Coco Idiazabal cheese. Um, so it's um, it, it was a, a basically like a cheese platter, mm-hmm. a fancy version. Um, and what's in there is like a, they give you olive oil crackers, membrillo, and the Idiazabal cheese, and then. Those of you who are curious about what membrillo is, it's a sweet, thick, sliceable, firm paste made out of quince. And then you're like, what's quince? So <laughs> quince is like a, it's a fruit that resembles like a pear and it's tart. But if you cook the quince, then uh, it becomes a lot sweeter. And I do so. like the sweet, savory, tart flavors uh-huh. go well for me. So yeah, when you have that cheese with mm-hmm. that quint, I mean that uh, membrillo, along with the the pork that we had, the jamon, it was this this like almost like a fancy charcuterie. I was gonna corn. say you had an adult lunchable. Yeah, yes, that's what, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And the coco idiazabal cheese plate was twenty three dollars. And actually, they I was surprised they give you a nice portion of that. And then I tried the vermicelli, in quotes, mac and cheese, because it wasn't a traditional mac and cheese. It basically is a fajua pasta, uh, the Idizabal cheese. They love using that cheese there. 
chanterelles, the mushrooms, the mm-hmm. egg yolk, egg yolk sauce. There were actual yolks in there, boo. I know. Mm-mm. If y'all can see me, I'm waving my finger like she's waving her finger at me. <laughs> and then crispy shallots, or as um, uh, Gordon Ramsay likes to say, shallots. <laughs> now this egg yolk sauce was it drizzled on top of the vermicelli mac and cheese? No, or see, was that's it incorporated. A- Boo, it wasn't so, like when you get the the dish, uh-huh. it's a round dish, and then they have the the mac and the pasta and the cheese in there, and then you get four egg yolks on top. Like the jammy egg yolks? No, the raw oh, egg yolks. They're not even jammy. <laughs> oh no. And then you mix it into the pasta. Okay. <laughs> she about to barf y'all. <laughs> Because maybe I was gonna, I was gonna say if it was jammy, then possibly I, I would be like, all right, let me, let me try this. But if it's just straight raw, yeah, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. the The mushrooms that they used in there were hearty, and the dish itself was very tasty. Um, and then for my main, I had the wagyu flat iron steak, and of course that was that was melt in your mouth. It was flat iron wagyu from Blackhawk Farms, kale, maitake mushroom, escabeche, and truffle jus. And good. it was a fantastic dish. I enjoyed it. And the ambiance of the restaurant is very, um, how do I put this? It's very fancy, but then the people who go there, at least the time that I went, are mostly older money. And so there weren't a lot of young people there, let's just say, because the menu is kind of pricey. Mm-hmm. And it is right across, the hotel that this restaurant is in is right across from the Disney concert hall. Okay. And so you're on this, uh, I forgot which floor of the hotel you're in, but you're overlooking the Disney concert hall and the view is very nice. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a hot spot for celebrities. Probably. I mean, at some point we went a little early because, you know, now that we old, we get reservations of at like five, five thirty. Did you want to be home by like nine? Exactly. Because you know the traffic be how that be. So. <laughs> and, and then, you know, once the sun sets, it gets crazy outdoors. <laughs> You're like, I don't be caught out there. Man, we sounded like old people now. I mean, hey, listen, call me old, but I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, your meal sounded delicious. Sans the egg yolk sauce. Yes. No, she didn't wave my fing- her finger at any other dish, <laughs> just the one. Well, while you were out um, extravagantly eating, uh-huh. I was at home dealing with my house again oh no more house <laughs> drama you know it it's expected right but when it happens you're just like really is it all of this ha- has to happen right now so i share it with you boo offline and i'm gonna share again my garage door it uh-huh. broke right the spring on the garage door broke all right it happens however i had the security bar installed on my front door <laughs> So I can't get in the front door. I can't go through the garage. So I had to call my dad to come and help me lift up my garage just to get like three inches of space Uh so I can crawl under like G.I. Jane (laughs) to access my garage. I mean, to access my house, right? Uh Then I called my HOA to let them know like, hey, the spring on my garage door broke. Does the HOA cover it? Apparently, they only cover garage door, garage doors itself, not the actual opening system. The mechanism. Uh-huh. So I said, no problem. Call the home warranty company again, because remember, I just called them, boo. Yes, my, you did for the dishwasher mm-hmm. <laughs> or my garbage disposal drama. Uh-huh. So they do cover it, and they scheduled me for the following week on a Monday. Okay, cool. In the interim, there's no parking in my community. And I know you see this happen sometimes in your community where there's just no parking, right? Mm -hmm. So I resorted to parking in front of my garage. Now, I will admit in front of my garage, it does have a strip. It says fire lane. However, inside the fire lane, there's a white space. And that's where I was trying to fit my car and you know I got like a wide body car (laughs) so a mid-size SUV a a lot of not a lot of it but some of it was hanging over the fire lane didn't have a problem Wednesday night didn't have a problem Thursday night on Friday I actually found a parking spot so I parked legally Saturday night parked illegally 
parked illegally Sunday night. And I'm thinking, okay, getting my garage fixed the next day, I should be fine. Boo. Oh, no. Tell me why I woke up on Monday morning. Car was towed. Oh, no. No car. I didn't panic, though, because I said, well, I know it didn't get stolen because I didn't hear the alarm go off, Um, right? Called the tow company that normally services our community. They confirmed that they had my car. Okay, no problem. So what do I do? Call my dad again. (laughs) Shout out to my dad. Yeah, dad to the rescue. Dad to the rescue. But I also think this is God telling me that, girl, you need a husband. That's (laughs) another conversation. (laughs) Call my dad. He takes me to the tow yard. Boo. Tell me why it was $427 to get my car out of the tow yard. (sighs) But what do you do? Like, I need a car, right? Yeah, you got to pay it. Hate it. The tow truck driver, he was like, mama, you you had low pressure in your tire. He said something to that, that effect. And he said that he put air in my tire for me. I said, okay, thank you. But then I'm thinking, why did I have low tire or low air in my tire? So I don't know if while they were towing my car, something happened to it or what, because the prior day, I didn't have any issues with my tire. Mm-hmm. My dad follows me to the gas station. He puts air in my tire for me, but he sees that there's a nail in my front right tire. Oh, no. So I said, okay, after I get my garage door fixed, I will go to America's Tires to get this patched. Cool. Make an appointment online with America's Tires. I'm at home waiting for the garage door people to come. They get to my house. They look and they're like, oh yeah, no problem. We'll fix the spring. But we noticed that your sensors for your garage (laughs) are not in place. So they're unable to actually fix the spring until they can put the sensors in place. Because if they don't put the sensors in place, they are now liable should something happen. Oh gosh. They said that they'll put the sensors in place for $200. When they said that, I wanted to cry, but of course I didn't. (laughs) And so I think my dad saw my face, like the look of disappointment. So he's like, I'll pay for it. Okay. Thank you, dad. (laughs) Right. Cool. Got that fixed. Got the garage fixed. Cross that off the list. Now I go to America's Tires. Go to America's Tires, let them know. I think I have a nail in my front left tire. They go and they check it. They assess it and everything. And they come back and they said, yes, we see the nail in your front left tire, but you also have a staple oh, in the back left tire. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Right. And then, then the guy also says, he's like, and your rear windshield wiper is missing the rubber. I was like, <laughs> what that happened. This is one thing after another. No, but it's not over, boo. Then, oh. he, then he says, by law, we can't patch your tire because the tread level is dangerously low. Oh, so you need new tires now. However, I found that hard to believe because I was just at the dealership getting an oil change and they told me that my tires may require future attention. They didn't say immediate. They said future. So I'm thinking I still had like a month or two. Mm. But according to America's Tires, I needed new tire stat. So, I mean, I can't really afford all four tires right now. Tires are expensive. So my dad was like, I have America's Tire credit card. We're going to put it on my credit card because it's 0% for six months. Dad's like, when when are you getting a husband now? (laughs) I said, okay, cool. Then the guy shows us tire options, right? He shows us this option that was 3.5 stars out of five, and it was 119 per tire. Then he shows us the Kumo tire that I currently had, and it was 199 per tire, five out of five. Because of my budget and because, you know, I had to spend (laughs) so much money that day, I was willing to go with the 119 per tire. No, what does my dad say? He says, get the better ones. Get the better ones. So um, my total ended up being $850 because you get a 5% discount if you put your purchase on the America's Tire credit card. Mm -hmm. 
So um, I already paid my dad some money, but he, you know, gave me the six months to pay off my new set of tires. So with all that drama, I'm happy to say my garage door is fixed. I have a new spring. I have sensors and I have a set of brand new tires. And I'm just praying that everything else holds up for right now. Mm. Imagine all that happening in one day. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, you held it together really well, boo. I wanted to cry. I did. But I just had to laugh to keep from crying. Because I was just like, what else is going to happen? I couldn't believe it. Well, after that series of a series of unfortunate events, you feel like something else is bound to happen. But, <laughs> you know, you hit that rough patch and then it should be good for a while before it gets rough again. Yes. And I mean, if you're out there listening, I will just say again, please get a home warranty policy. Because just imagine if I didn't have that. I don't even want to know how much it would cost to fix my spring on my garage door. So, wow. but yes, boo, but I'm happy that you did not experience anything like that. Well, if I did, I have to unmind my day by watching a, <laughs> a nice movie. <laughs> Get your mind off of all the craziness that's happening. So I did watch a movie recently that I hadn't seen in years, but you know, I'm not ashamed to admit this, but Back in the day, I was a big fan of Vanilla Ice. Ice, ice, ice. Mm-hmm. I, I knew all his songs <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> like his first album. <laughs> <laughs> My boo's giving me the, the backing track. <laughs> but so I, all of a sudden it popped into my mind. He had a movie. It's called Cool as Ice. And on most people out there, people, he had a movie? I did not know this. <laughs> and so I found the movie and I watched it again and I for me it's just a fun sweet like cute movie it's like a romance but it's like a he's a little wannabe action star in it as well Mm -hmm. and um but I yeah it brought up good feelings from when I watched it back in the day and I actually saw this movie in the theaters back in the day because this movie came out in 1991 how old was I maybe four I can't do math today. Oh, I was Lord. four. I'm not going to say how old I was. <laughs> but basically the plot, it's a real quick sentence. A rapper gets stuck in a small town and falls for a local girl whose family is in the witness protection program. <laughs> That's actually a good uh, storyline, though. Yeah, it, I mean, I the movie made me smile the whole time. So, um, Wait, where well, did you, know, you find the movie at? Was it on Amazon Prime or Netflix? Um, through other means. Boo. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, there's several things that I remember about this. One, I love this movie so much, but back in the day when the movies were only on VHS, it was not for sale uh, unless you bought it at a uh, retail price, which was like what the video stores paid. Mm-hmm. And I think it was over $100. No. And my classmates from what, I think from my 10th grade class, uh-huh. how much I wanted lo- this movie and love this movie and love Vanilla Ice. They raised the money and bought me the movie. That's cute. I know. I was going to say, crazy. Blockbuster didn't have a copy for you, but you worked uh, at Blockbuster though, way after the movie came out. That was a couple years after the movie came out. Yeah. Okay. And then of course, my, after my, you know, my, my classmates bought me this movie for quite a bit. Later on when I worked at Blockbuster, it was in the bargain bid for four ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> The used copy. <laughs> You're like, I had a brand new copy. Yes. And my you, class- were, you were doing unboxing videos before that was a thing. <laughs> and they cared enough to give me this expensive movie. But another thing is, uh, if you watch this movie, you'll be surprised to see he raps in the beginning. You won't be surprised by that because he's a, he was a rapper back then. But uh, he does a song called Cool as Ice, Everybody Get Loose. And I really love that song. But Naomi Campbell does the vocals on the song didn't know that either i didn't even know naomi campbell was a singer she she made her attempt and it, you know, I, I mean it, the vocal on this track is not uh is it's is fine it's not terrible but who knows what it sounded like in the studio <laughs> <laughs> not to say that miss campbell can't sing but she she, she you know she can model I mean, she got credit <laughs> she got music credit somewhere but you know her part i'll sing a little bit it goes Gotta hold on to this feeling. Gotta make your body move. Gotta keep the music jumping. Everybody get loose. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, the, 
it's one of those like movies from back in the day. Well, when I was watching it, I was like, there's some pol- <laughs> politically incorrect things in this movie, but I'm not going to look at it with that lens because no. it was it was a different time. But it was. Um, yeah, but I really enjoy it. People were more ignorant back then. I think, so. yeah, well, not ignorant, but, you know, the culture was. Accepting of that. Yeah, they weren't as, uh, everything wasn't under a microscope as it is now, you know. So I think some of that needs to still stay where, you know, jokes can be jokes and nothing, it doesn't always have to be so serious. Yeah, you know? we've had some thick skin. Yeah. Well, I, we have I, thick skin because we grew up in that era. It's true. <laughs> I think the only well-known name from that movie other than Vanilla Ice would be Michael Gross. And he was like the father of uh, Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, uh, Michael J. Fox in Family Ties, a sitcom. Okay, I know you're talking about. He was also in that movie Tremors with those big old underground worms. Mm -hmm. I I think he played Reba McIntyre's husband in that movie. Okay. But but anyway, he's probably the only well-known name other than Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Uh But yeah, I really, I think if if you get a chance, even if you just want to laugh at it, Go go check it out. I mean, hey, you can't if it brings you laugh, it brings you joy. Why not? So, yeah. all right, boo. Should we get out of here? It is so hot in here. I hope I don't look like I'm sweating. Do I look like I'm sweating? You holding up just fine. <laughs> I can't. You can't. I'm not seeing it in your face. Like, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good in my space. So. Really, I wish I could say the same, but. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe this is like uh, gearing you up to go to, to another trip to Africa. Maybe. This time I want to go to West Africa because I've been to East. So actually, I was just talking about my trip to Kenya because okay. I auditioned for a game show. I'm not going to say which one, but I had to share, you know, interesting thing about me. So um, I used that one time that I was offered 30 cows for my hand in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speak it into existence because I do want to go back to the motherland. I actually have my hair like I'm from the motherland today. <laughs> but my Afro puffs. And you have like an Islander kind of shirt on. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm a state worker in Hawaii right now. Because, so. <laughs> you know, the, the the regular employees in Hawaii, they just wear Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. yeah. And or they look comfortable. Shirts, yeah. And they're so happy and laid back and they're on well island. i would be too if i could get off work go to the beach have some malasadas mm, have some, some yeah i was gonna say masubi some pork and i'm making myself over all right well we better get out of here so we can go eat yeah i'm about to eat <laughs> all right booze until then be bougie remember you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie bye, bye.